Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm Johan Rashi Vega. And today we are doing an interaction between a podcast and radio, college radio to be more specific. Today we have as a guest the music director of WCCH in Holyoke, Betsy Cortis. Hi, Hi Betsy, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great. So today we're going to talk about Holyoke Community College radio station, what is happening over there and how this interaction between an actual radio station and this podcast can bring more content for the community in Holyoke. So Betsy, what can you tell us about your current functions at WCCH? Uh, well, I run the music department, so I'd be more involved with bringing in new music to the station that gets sent to us, which includes local artists and performances and scheduling live performances and interviews which uh, the station has been kind of underutilized recently. It's been focusing, it's the college's radio, and they've been using it to train the students to get experience working in, you know, a professional radio with the same sort of equipment and just training, but they haven't been connecting with the community for a couple of years at least. And I'm trying to bring that back. I want to have it be like the doors opening and closing all the time. I want to have artists coming in and I want to have interviews. I want to have like authors having interviews about their new books and all local content because we don't really have any restrictions on what we can talk about. Like some major radio stations, they have to play this format. You can't stray outside of it, but we can we can play whatever we want as long as we're not swearing. So um, I don't know of any radio station that does that in the local area so much that I noticed that we have the potential to do. We could do it like 24-7, playing local content, interesting stuff that isn't on every other media outlet, not all the Justin Bieber, but like uh, your neighbor's garage band could get some airtime, and then they just grow from there. People hear it. They want to put it in their like, movie, maybe, eventually. You'll get there. So my function is mostly just the music, and connecting with the artists who are local to get them and their music on the air. But there's, there's so much more to just a radio station than that, too. But I, I stay in the music, mostly. For how long have you been the music director? Uh, going on three years now. It's all student volunteer run. There isn't technically a staff member scheduled at the radio station, probably just all budget stuff. but. Um, it's a little bit of a problem, but it's not the biggest thing. Uh, so I started when I first started being a student at Holyoke Community. I've since graduated, but I love it so much. I'm still going back. I'm not in Holyoke Community. I'm not a student anymore, but I'm still a volunteer at the radio station. And I'm still working with the music and the record companies and the local artists. And I, just, I can't get away from it, and I don't know how I'm ever going to stop. <laughs> And, and that is why um, the question of for how long have you been involved? Because although it is intended for students in Holy Community College yeah. to have their training, in this yeah. case, since you already graduated, but you are still yeah. committed to keep working, creating this engagement yeah. with the community, especially with the music part, 
what is for you that motivation that keeps you going on? Oh, it's just so cool on top of everything else. Um, it seems to be a rare opportunity that I just found when I went to college. There was a meeting and I showed up and they needed help at the radio station. I'm like, I'll help out. I love music. Um, music is just pure inspiration and joy and feelings. And I love the music. I love sharing the music. I can tell a story. And there's always new stuff. Like, it's not like I'm going to be there for five years and be like, well, I've listened to all the music there is. I guess I'll retire. There's just always new stuff. There's always new stories. Uh, you try to stay current and you learn so much with the stories from the music. We get political music that sent into the station and I, I see people's points of view on certain issues, uh, like both sides of the spectrum of like whatever issue you're talking about. And it's more than music and it's more than just the signal in the air it's so much i don't i couldn't ever stop doing this i don't think it'd be it is a conversation with the whole world at the same time it is just listening to new music i love it <laughs> did you mention that the station has been underutilized for a certain time yeah. what has been that situation basically because we're not categorized as a department in the college's eyes. We're a interest club for the students. So we're all student volunteers. We don't have a budget or a staff member with like really good knowledge, continual knowledge to train students. We just keep training each other as the semesters go on, but then we lose some knowledge along the way. So it's it's been crumbling a little and we're trying to build it back up, especially these next couple of years, the college wants to make a campus-wide effort to be involved in the community and I think they're going to really want to use their radio station so we're hoping we can uh, get like a better budget uh, buy some new equipment our equipment is very old we're just replacing it this summer get maybe like an actual maintenance person on board who would know how to fix the equipment that's all like the technical side though and then we want to play not ads but public service announcements for local causes because right now we have um global or like national causes like the center for migraines or ms or like ladder safety like general stuff but we'd want like stuff that the college is doing like or local businesses if they want to talk about nonprofit or a charity run that's happening in holyoke or we hit a little of the surrounding cities but mostly we want to focus on holyoke for local ads as well with content. So it is good to see how this underutilized resource, now it is becoming a potential outlet. Yeah. That it has, right now it has everything that it needs. Yeah. And certainly can benefit from a little update and upgrade. Yeah. But most important, it is the content. Yeah. If we could get someone to schedule great content all the time, because I've been doing that, but I'm not paid, so <laughs> I can't do it all the time, to schedule everything, to run the station smoothly throughout the years, and when the college isn't in session, usually our radio station is just on automation, which is music that was sent to us to promote, but there's no DJ behind it, and it's kind of sad, honestly, and we want something to run in the summer programs and in the winter and the spring break we could have programs all the time but we don't have the we're not being used for that yet 
but we're hoping we'll get there. We're, we're, we've been building up quite a bunch this couple of few years that I've been there. When you mentioned that you're looking for music, especially mm -hmm. local artists, local yeah. musicians, local content, what are the response that you most have been getting so far? Well, when I go to events that would be local artist events, I sneak behind the curtain or whatever and I'd be like, hey, I'm with radio and I want to put you on air and they're excited because they're new usually, these local artists, they're not like huge already and they want to be featured, they want to have interviews. So it's not hard to find the content, it's just a little bit of effort to schedule everything and I love to hear the local content because it's not something that you're hearing on every other radio station, it's kind of rare nowadays. And I'll be going to the Northampton Pride Parade because they'll have some local artists and I'll try to get some from there, even though it's a little further to pull to play on the radio station. So I'll, I'll try, I try to go, because I've been at this position as a volunteer, I've forced myself to go to all these community events to find the talent and bring them in. So I'm not just like sitting in an office. It's become a, oh, I have to take the whole day off to go to a parade. It's really fun, though. <laughs> so you're really scouting yeah. for, for music and for yeah. content. You, you have to scout. They don't come to us yet. I mean, some, some people do mail us and email us, but there's always more. So I look for it as well. Sometimes we think that we don't have opportunities, that we don't have spaces or forums to mm -hmm. express, to share, to present our ideas, opinions, inspiration, creations music mm -hmm. and we do Holyoke has a great asset on WCCH mm -hmm. what do you think it has been aside of budget and being yeah. grown just by volunteers what do you think it could be other reasons for the station not to be at the position that it could actually be right now I think a lot of people don't know we exist I think the city It all kind of always relates back to budget. Our equipment has made our radio station be very, very quiet. So when you're turning the dial, sometimes you don't hear us, but that's being fixed. And so as this equipment has been breaking down, the city's forgotten that we exist and we're not actively engaged as much as we have been these past couple of years with going to the events. It's, it's completely on the fault of uh, the volunteers not outreaching enough and the equipment not being strong enough at the time. But as long as we continue to make these outreaches, we're going to be known and people are going to tune in and just exponentially grow because the radio is always there. And radio is kind of the best format because it's in like all your cars. Even most modern phones have like a little chip in them to read radio or they're really cheap to buy just an old stereo at like a Radio Shack or Salvation Army or some used version Craigslist. It's, it's everywhere, and it's cheap to tune into, and it's just the best format, I think. I may be biased, but I think it's the best format for communicating with the local community. It, it, you can call into the radio and be back and forth instantly, and with TV and I don't know what else. What else is there? Well, meetings, you have to schedule a time. You can rebroadcast radio whenever you want. But even with those aspects that you're mentioning, it doesn't mean that it is only restricted to the airwaves. You are yeah. also available online for, yeah. uh, for streaming. We have an online stream that's live. 
we don't have like uh, any separate programs that you can listen to individually, but we'd want to get there. Like I said, we kind of had to rebuild up from these past two years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think by getting more structured content, yeah. that automatically is going to start creating yeah. on-demand programming that can be posted yeah. and yeah. create this merging. And that the, the reason I'm explaining all of this it is because now I guess some of you can see the connection between why a podcast is with a radio station talking yeah. about content when it comes about community engagement with our city of Holyoke. Yeah. Because we were talking about making those connections, making that exchange of resources, that exchange of platforms, so yeah. we can both have the same goal of engaging with the community and share all the great music and great ideas that are happening here. At the same time, the community wants to be heard, their voice, their music, their stories, and we want really good content. So we work together with uh, whatever, whoever wants to talk on our radio, we'd love to bring them in. So it's that sort of exchange as well, not just between your podcast and our radio station. It'd be anyone who wants to have a voice. We really would welcome them in the radio station. We'd love to talk about stuff that you couldn't get in to a commercially owned radio station because they have set deadlines and programming and they can only talk about certain topics because they could be viewed as politically this way or that way and you don't want to do that because then your viewership is tanking, all that stuff. Basically, it's keeping a balance between the opportunity for people to express and share their ideas mm -hmm. and, of course, allowing that respect for everybody to agree to disagree yeah. and bring their own point of view just to keep a healthy conversation, just to have a dialogue that goes mm -hmm. back and forth and that way we can all learn from each other. That's, yeah. I mean, that's communications one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. yeah, exactly that. What has been, Betsy, possibly one of the most gratifying experiences that you have being the music director at the station? Working with the radio station, uh, well, I'm, I'm still doing stuff every day, but I just, the best thing that I've had so far would be getting free tickets to this local concert and going there and then sneaking behind the curtain and talking with all the bands and trying to schedule. And they get so excited because they're going to be, you know, on a radio and they didn't even think. I talked to them, like, yeah, I run the community radio at Holyoke, it's 103.5 at the college, and they're like, I never even thought to ask the college if we could go on air, like, so I love telling people about the radio station because they don't, they don't see the opportunity that's right in front of them, and I'm like, yeah, just come in, just walk in the door, and I mean, that's the best thing is to see people be really excited about, they, they, they discovered this or I showed them this exists and that it's ready and waiting for whoever wants to show up and then also getting the new music before it drops is really cool too yeah <laughs> yes being in the know of music before yeah. it happens uh, it, it can become something that you look forward to yeah. every day yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I heard that before you even like heard it I'm such a hipster like yeah I was listening to that before it hit the top 10 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It's I mean, very it, fun. It comes from a true story. That thing of yeah, I've heard bands they don't even exist yet. Yeah. How do you see the evolution of community college radio, especially right now when the media it's so 
controlled and yeah. so biased and so not really servicing the interests of the community of the audience, but mostly the interests of the sponsors. Yeah. Radio, except for college and the very few community radios that I've seen, is um, business. It's all about selling ad space. And you have the content, but the content is driven to get the most people to sell the ads. And it's very rarely local. Someone said something about the river. There's a radio station called The River. And if you think about that, that could be broadcasting at multiple spots across the U.S. because there are a lot of rivers. So they could be like, this is the river, but they're broadcasting to multiple. So like one conglomerate owns a lot of radio stations right now. And they'd be saying, playing the same programming and nothing local because they can't because they're broadcasting to multiple spots. But you have the college radio and the community radio, and they have the ability to talk about local events. And TV doesn't even talk about local events that often anymore. And yeah. how do you see other, other community college stations? Um... Well, we've worked with um, the college radio at Stick, and I personally like to listen to 94.3, even though they are business and they sell stuff. They do feature a lot of local events. They're in Northampton, 94.3. They feature um, charities and local stuff. So I guess they're, they, they're more community radio that I've seen out of some other ones. And we try to work with them. We're, once again, we're still like restarting the radio station pretty much. Uh, we want to have training programs with the students at STIC who maybe have more experience because they have different equipment. And then we want to have tours of radio stations that are already like fully established, like 94.3, uh, to have this, our students learn and go to these places and see the completely professional decked out uh, studios and maybe talk with the DJs who do it as a living and get some inspiration out of that. And I don't know if there's much more we could do to collaborate with other radio stations because we haven't thought about that too much yet. <laughs> well, so far, that sounds like something really, yeah. really attractive and interesting because yeah. that is the other thing. Being a college station mm -hmm. that, like you said, allows you to do pretty much whatever you want, yeah. that gives you so many possibilities mm -hmm. that any other station, even if they have the budget yeah. or the resources to do all kinds of things, they can't because of the formatting, because of the yeah. contractual responsibilities they have, yeah. because of the limitations of the sponsors or of... Yeah, like the advertisers. Of, you don't exactly. want to be controversial because you need to sell your ad space. But we, legally, we can't even play ads. We can just play public service announcements. So we don't need to worry too much about having controversial debates because we uh, we don't need to sell ads, really. <laughs> Which means this is a more democratic space yeah. where conversation and opinion, it is allowed in a way more open setup mm -hmm. compared to other spaces that, yeah, always are going to have some... A little bit of background pulling one way or the other. Exactly. Yeah. Teeny bit. Maybe unnoticeable, but it's there. <laughs> But of course, there is always ruling, regulations, and procedures yeah. that need to be followed. But let's talk a little bit about that. What do you feel have been maybe some of the restrictions or limitations, if any? Uh, programming? The college doesn't really care. I mean, there's the FCC, but they're, uh, they're just no vulgarity. 
uh, but the college, the only thing they ever said to me was if you're saying something political, you have to say that it's this person's opinion and not the view of the college and make sure you do everything factual. But so that means we can talk about anything. Like I can say, like, I think cigarettes are killing people, which I mean, they are. But uh, that's my view and not the college's view. Actually, it is the college's view. They have a no smoking campus. But I could say like anything. I could say I hate our senator. I hate our president. I hate this. And uh, I could say I love this. They won't, they won't shut me up because um, there's no restriction. There's no programming restrictions. We can play any type of music. We can play any type of content. We can interview any sort of persons as long as we tell everyone this is our opinion. They, they don't have any restrictions on us at all. So as long as every person owns its own opinion, yeah. there is no... Yeah, so no I could have callers in, and that'd be, this is the caller's opinion. They don't have any sort of person watching over us 24-7, being like, why did you talk about this topic? We didn't want you to talk about this topic. There's, there's no, like, memo saying, like, you know, this happened, just don't talk about it. So it's, it's completely whatever we want to talk about. And we've had some really great programming because of that with... Uh, DJ Star, Chloe, you know her. She has some great, com great community. I love her show. She talks about STDs and stuff that you probably wouldn't hear on a regular radio. She talks about like safety and she talks about racism and she talks about the community too. She, every day she'll read out all the community events that are happening in uh, the week. I love her show so much. It's great. <laughs> so that's one of the missions that I guess I can include our space, our podcast, Radio Plasma, mm -hmm. to make sure our college community radio station has more presence and more content, mm -hmm. because this is what makes more available and more present all different voices and different things that are happening here that need that space for coverage and that yeah. need that space for showcasing and we're not silenced at all because radio is everywhere at the same time it's not like we'd uh say what we want and anyone can listen basically because it's such a good format for communicating so what are right now the expectations of the programming at the station maybe for the next uh, couple of months or for for this year Well, for this year, we just we still have just students only doing their shows. They can talk about whatever or play music or interview people, and their content's pretty good. But like I said, summer break weekends and really late nights, we have no programming. It's just the automated music that's been sent to us to promote, which is a mixture of popular and indie and local. Um, we'd want to get pre-recorded shows kind of like this podcast we could have scheduled times for that we're gonna expand next semester so we'll probably be mostly just a couple pre-recorded shows during the summer and then september the next school semester starts we want to get more students and we wanted to expand to teachers we wanted the teachers to have their own shows to talk about whatever they want they could teach even the music teachers could teach on air uh, and we have a couple teachers who are interested in that so we might have like two or three professors who are running a show, not together necessarily, but jamming live on air or something and talking about their subject or their history 
the music that they listened to when they were a kid, they could play that. So we'd want to get that and also more pre-made programs like your podcast at a scheduled time and any other community podcast, if there is anything else, we, we need to find it and play it, rebroadcast. That is one way to keep getting more content and it will come from the students, it will come from the community. Yeah. So feel free to reach out and suggest. I believe that's yeah. another way for you to mm -hmm. figure out what are the interests of the community yeah. about what they would like to hear. Yeah, that too. We gotta get people to know that we're there and then ask them what they want to hear. Um, and we'd love if anyone listening is a local artist or a DJ and you want to pre-record a show and send it in, we'd listen to it and we'd probably play it. <laughs> so remember the Holly Community College radio station is WCCH on 103.5 FM. And how can the community reach out to you? The best way to contact us is through the email with the station, which is 1035WCCH at hcc.edu. Right. Or come into the station at the college. The, the broadcasting station is at the college. Uh, so you just go to 303 Homestead Avenue, it's, and we're in the Donahue Building, floor one, that's room 101. So you could just walk into the station and uh, ask or fill out a form to play an ad or anything. We have everything already and set up if you want to do anything with the radio station. Which is another great opportunity for many agency service providers mm -hmm. in the city to utilize this resource to promote, especially events that are happening yeah. during... Right now, there's a lot of events about to festivals happen, festivals, yeah. cultural activities that could benefit from being announced through the airwaves on 103.5. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About the music content, what are the genres that you enjoy the most? I like disco and funk the most. Like, that's my favorite. Um, bit of electronic, but nothing heavy. I really, I really like everything. I could even occasionally listen to some like really heavy metal, which some people, a lot of people are like, that's too much for me, but every now and then. But disco and funk are definitely the coolest. <laughs> I hope that Betsy takes the challenge to create a session of curated sounds that we can play here on Radio Plasma and also have it rebroadcasted through WCCH. Mm -hmm. Because that's, awesome. that's, that's another way to, to engage through the music selection and connecting through those sounds. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have so many stories to tell just by sharing music. Mm -hmm. And the way you describe the way music makes yeah. such an influence in your life is yeah. definitely something that I believe many of us share with you. Music all day long. Just, you have to listen to music all day. I couldn't go a day without listening to something. So it could be Betsy's disco dance party hour. We'll do a session of disco. <laughs> so wait for it coming soon. <laughs> yeah. So Betsy, anything else that you would like to add? Uh, tune in to 103.5 FM 
for great content, especially starting in September when the students are really back and we're going to jumpstart this new program to be involved in the community more. We're still rebuilding. We have maintenance going on all summer long. So we'll have stuff, but it'd be scattered throughout the day and week. But September, tune in. Starting then, it's going to be loaded with content, hopefully. I mean, it will. I'll be there to make sure. <laughs> And also, I'm like sure from from here, from Radio Plasma, that you remember it because we're going to start also playing a couple of snippets and promos so mm -hmm. that we can start getting that cross-promotion yeah. dynamic. Because it is about that. It's about mm -hmm. teaming up, about sharing our potentials and our resources, mm -hmm. all for the benefit of our audience in our community because it is all about us having... Yeah great music and great information and great conversations in all ways possible. Mm -hmm. And if the mainstream media is not willing to do that in the ways that they're supposed to or doing it at all, because sometimes looks like Holyoke doesn't exist yeah. for many, many situations and aspects in the local media point of view. Well, we have our own ways to to be noticed. Yeah. Well, Betsy, thank you so much. First of all, for this commitment to the, to the station, to music, to doing this, because you love it. Yeah. And also for sharing this energy and your story here with us at the Radio Plasma podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me again. It's great. This is Betsy Cortez, music director at WCCH, Holyoke Community College radio station here in Holyoke, Massachusetts. And this is the Radio Plasma podcast. This episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandora Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening.